Right now, you can get Black Friday deals all month at Hurston's Kia. If you're looking for a new car, check out the great deals at Hurston's Kia. They have 0% financing available and leases starting at only $99. Check them out at Hurston'sKia.com. Hello, my little friends. What do you say to Rocon? What I say to you is, I don't know why you're always an apologist. And many of your colleagues, apologists for the Republican position. New York Post, clearly pro-Trump, puts out a cover treatment on Hunter Biden on Ukraine, sourcing out Mr. Giuliani, Mr. Costello, his attorney, maybe sourcing out Steve Bannon as well. It's a lengthy article. A security scare at Governor Baker's house. A man arrested, accused of breaking in while the governor's wife and daughter were home. You use the term sexual preference to describe those in the LGBTQ community. And let me make it clear, sexual preference is an offensive and outdated term. Some butthead professor at Boston University. <laughs> yes! I don't know about you, Lightning, but... Check the office pool. Did anybody have the square butthead being said at the Amy Coney Barrett hearings? Damn it, I was so close, Phoebe. That wasn't on your drinking Ugh. game card, I don't no, believe. When no, you're watching the hearings, no. every time you hear the word butthead, throw one back. I don't think anyone would have had that. Anyone Mm-mm. saw that coming. But you know what? Sometimes when the shoe fits, my wife is a BU grad, as you know, Lightning, and so I had to, of course, say to her this morning, well, you know, honey, you can't spell butthead without BU. I'm sure she loved that. <laughs> yeah, she did. She said, uh, your, your studio's downstairs. Why don't you go to it? And so here I am. It, I, it's, it's a glorious day. Yes. <laughs> Starting off last night with that. that. By the way, in case you don't know what Senator John Kennedy from Louisiana was referencing, That's that professor from BU who claimed that Amy Coney Barrett only adopted two children from Haiti to use as props to hide, shield, or otherwise throw you off the scent of her uh, white colonist attitudes. So Kennedy was saying, look, I don't even want to do this, but this is what they're saying. Since your kids aren't in the room now, they went home for the evening. If you wanted to respond to this, this is what was said. And in setting it up, he said some butthead from Boston University. Is he wrong? (laughs) Does get anybody dispute that? I'm sure he had some other first choice words he would have liked to use, but he had to be professional. Butthead's always good. I think if that wants to be a new preference that that term shows up in every Supreme Court nominee Mm. hearing, fine with me. Can we just touch base on where we are today? Do I have this right, Lightning? What do you mean? Go on. There, there's three things that have happened since last we spoke that I, I maybe we saw it coming, maybe we didn't. But number one, sexual preference is now a derogatory term. Number two, Wolf Blitzer is now a Republican operative. And number three, the NBC Broadcasting Corporation is now a network to be boycotted by the left. Do I have those three things right? <laughs> I okay. think you're on, to- you're on track right now. <laughs> no, good day. Okay, this is where we're at. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I, is I this just what's laugh. happening in the world? Are we really uh, doing this? 
I think my favorite, though, is by far the the Blitzer comment of Nancy Pelosi saying he's some sort of Republican operative or I, apologist. Just, I, we'll do this right now before we get into Hunter Biden. And obviously, we're going to spend a lot of time today talking about Hunter Biden because the New York Post has an explosive front page story. Based on Hunter Biden's own laptop, or at least we're told it's his laptop, so we'll get into that. But first, I can't, we got to start with this Nancy Pelosi interview last night. She goes on with Wolf Blitzer. Why would she go on with Wolf Blitzer Lightning? You would think because it's CNN, it's a little bit more Democrat friendly. <clears throat> See, that's what you would think, you would Lightning. Think, right? You don't know the truth about uh. CNN. You know who knows the truth about CNN? Nancy Pelosi. So she went on there last night to expose them. Here's Wolf Blitzer, to his credit, by the way, and I know that's a phrase you guys don't say very often, but Wolf Blitzer jumped ugly. There's no other way to put it. Did you watch this whole thing, Lightning? You it know, was unbelievable. I actually saw it on TV, but I didn't have the sound on, and man, I missed out because I was watching it in the background, and I didn't have the sound on, so that didn't help me at all. If you think Pence was interrupting uh, Kamala a lot, you should have watched this one. My, they just at one point said, forget it. We're just going to go for like two minutes where we're both talking. It was wild. And it's it's Pelosi on CNN. But anyway, in the midst of it, what happened was Blitzer was just basically castigating Pelosi for not getting a stimulus deal done, stimulus 2.0. And Pelosi was trying to make the point that uh, you can't deal with these guys and this is a bad deal. And Blitzer kept trying to say basically – isn't some deal better than no deal? And I don't understand where you're coming from on this. And Pelosi was getting increasingly agitated and ultimately led to this exchange. Second. Let me just quote Ro Khanna, a man you know well. I assume you admire him. He's a Democrat. And he just said this. He said, people in need can't wait until February. $1.8 trillion is significant and more than twice the Obama stimulus. Make a deal. Put the ball in McConnell court. So what do you say to Ro Khanna? What I say to you is, I don't know why you're always an apologist, and many of your colleagues, apologists for the Republican position. Rokana, that's nice. That isn't what we're going to do, and nobody's waiting till February. Uh, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> Wolf, you know, poor Wolf, how many times does he have to hear that lightning? Why are you such a Republican apologist, Wolf? Mm. <laughs> and so many of your colleagues, too. Damn those Republican CNN, operatives at it's CNN. It's just so gross how Republican they are. I don't even know why she went on there, but thank God somebody's finally called out CNN for being the Republican apologists that they are. <laughs> it's it is laughable. It is laughable. Is this what we're doing now? Is this what she's doing now? At what point do we say, okay, it's enough. We're going to need to reset this entire table. I Nancy Pelosi gets questioned by anybody, and immediately she, not only her brain, but her mouth goes to, you're Republican apologist. Maybe she forgot what station she was on. Either you think exactly like she does, or you're a Republican apologist. You know what Blitzer was trying to be there, Lightning? I hate to use this phrase, and you guys are all going to gag, but you know what he was trying to be there? What? He was trying to be a middleman. You know? He was trying to say, look, whatever your political leanings are, there are people that are hurting out there, and you have a deal on the table which may not be perfect, 
But it's got to be better than nothing. It's got to help some people. Why wouldn't you take that deal? And her response was, you Republican apologist. And he, he countered with, it's twice the size of the Obama stimulus package, which Pelosi loved. How can that be bad? It's twice the size. Republicans are the ones that should be like, well, you know, this is a little much, right? Do we have that kind of money to be thrown around at this point? How is this going to be? It's Republicans that ought to be asking questions. What Blitzer's saying is, cut the crap. Take the deal, although it's not perfect, and let's get on with it. And her response is, you Republican, you and your colleagues over there at CNN, you're such Republican apologists. That's just mind-boggling. It's unbelievable. So, did you see what happened today? Regarding what? What? Oh, so you haven't seen it. I don't know. You tell me. The deal is terrible, apparently, and Pelosi wants no part of it. Then guess what she did today? I mean, this is how laughable the entire political situation is in the United States right now. But, uh, according to sources... Steve Mnuchin and Nancy Pelosi had, quote, productive conversations this morning on a stimulus deal. They'll reconvene on Thursday to continue. What does that mean, Lightning? Do you know what happened? Wolf Blitzer is now affecting national policy, and he is the guy that's making this happen. I I mean, it sounds like something out of the the Onion or the Sacramento, the, the Babylon Bee. But this is really happening where a TV news anchor, opinion anchor, whatever you want to call Wolf Blitzer, castigates the Speaker of the House on TV. He then gets ripped for doing it by that very same Speaker. And then the Speaker goes back and does the very thing that Wolf was ripping her for. He is making this happen. It would appear, don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but I'll ask you, Lightning, best guess, is she going to make a deal or not? Yes. If she does, who who should, who should get the credit for that deal? Wolf Blitzer. Yeah, I was going to say Blitzer. Because if she doesn't go on with him last night, and if he doesn't jump ugly with her, do you think she's meeting with Mnuchin today? She is not. Wolf Blitzer is now the one making deals for the government. It's just insane. But this is what we're doing because Nancy Pelosi cares more about getting ripped by Wolf Blitzer on TV than she does by the people who would be affected by this one point eight two trillion, whatever it is, stimulus package. She's more upset about getting yelled at by him than she is about getting this deal done. And so it took him yelling at her for her to go, "Okay, I maybe should smarten up. And now they're back at it. Welcome to 2020 is what I'm telling you. It's just unbelievable. I, I could play this entire thing and just go over and over. Just shake your head at the whole thing. But this this is what we're doing. We're talking about boycotting NBC now. Legitimately, there's a boycott of NBC. Do you know why they want to boycott NBC Lightning? NBC announced that they're going to have a town hall with President Trump tomorrow night. It just so happens it's going to be at the same time that ABC is having its town hall with Joe Biden. And people on the left are outraged at NBC. You know why? They're Republican uh, apologists, apparently, at NBC. The very network that last week 
had, quote, undecided voters, which we now know were had already voted for Biden, asking Joe Biden questions at that town hall. Now people are upset at that network because they're going to have Trump on. This is the craziness that's going on in the country right now. It is absurd. So with that said, let's get into Hunter Biden and that New York Post story because there's not enough craziness going on in the world. Hunter Biden's got to come on back. So let's talk about that one when we come back. 617-266-6868. It's VB. You're in the middle today right here on WRKO. So we're going to get to Hunter Biden in just one second, I promise. But <laughs> first of all, for those that don't know, Suck Up Dave, he's in today with lightning. Suck Up Dave has one obsession in his life. Well, he has a couple of obsessions, but one of them is Andrew Yang. There's some sort of like bat signal that whenever Andrew Yang's name is mentioned, Suck Up Dave somehow knows about it. And he feels the need to tell me about it. And usually I ignore him. But in this case, he has a point. The reason why Andrew Yang is being discussed right now is because Andrew Yang's name was brought up by Wolf Blitzer in that Nancy Pelosi interview. And what happens here, I think, is mind-boggling. I said mind-boggling, Lightning. It's mind-boggling. And it's just hilarious based on the conversation that we've been having over the last couple of weeks with politics in in the United States. Here's Wolf Blitzer trying for the 50th time to get Nancy Pelosi to understand that no stimulus deal is worse than some stimulus deal. And he cites Andrew Yang and listen to what Nancy Pelosi says in response. Do you have any idea of how that's precisely uh, why that short their concern? That's why it's so so important right now. Yesterday, I spoke to Andrew Yang, who says... Right now, you can get Black Friday deals all month at Herson's Kia. If you're looking for a new car, check out the great deals at Herson's Kia. They have 0% financing available and leases starting at only $99. Check them out at HersonsKia.com. No way. Taco Bell's Toasted Cheddar Chalupa is back. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? They, they toasted, toasted six-month-old aged cheddar right onto the shell of a chalupa. That's genius. No delicious. No both. And now it comes in a box with a crunchy taco, cinnamon twist, and a medium drink. Whoa. Oh, sorry. This is... This is my style. Oh, uh, cool. We're all thinking it. The $5 Toasted Cheddar Chalupa box is back. Only at Taco Bell. At limited participating U.S. locations for a limited time only. Contact local store for prices, hours, and participation, which vary. Tax extra drinks excludes freezes. The same thing. It's not everything you yeah, want, but, you know but what? there's you, a lot okay. there. Honest to God, you really, uh, I can't get over it because Andrew Yang, he's lovely. Rokana, he's lovely. They are not negotiating this situation. They have no idea of the particulars. They have no idea of what the language is here. Did you catch it, Lightning? Go. I don't know what you're referring okay, to. Okay, so, so let me tell you what's happening here. Okay. Well, she's saying that's cute. Like, that's real Thank cute. Thank you. I get well, that. Well, why yeah. is that interesting? This is a white woman saying to minority men... Oh, they're cute, but they have no idea about what's going on. They're not smart enough. Let me explain to you why I'm so brilliant and these two minority men aren't, and they don't know what they're talking about. Do you know what that would be called if the situation was reversed and it was Andrew Yang saying, Nancy Pelosi, Elizabeth Warren, oh, they're cute, but they don't know what's going on here. Do you know what that would be called? Sexist. Well, it would be called mansplaining, right? Well, that's you, yeah. Oh, so this is where the guy has to tell the cute women. Oh, those cute women. They're cute. They're lovely. 
Can you imagine that? The uproar? You can't imagine it because we just saw it with Mike Pence and Kamala Harris. Although Mike Pence really wasn't mansplaining. He was just having a political conversation and a political debate with his opponent. But George Stephanopoulos had to sit back and say, we saw an awful lot of mansplaining going on. Well, what was Nancy Pelosi doing with Yang and Ro Khanna? And what would happen if a male politician said of two female politicians, oh, they're lovely, in a dismissive tone? It's also just rich that Pelosi is the person who said, we have to pass the bill in order to see what's in it. And she's talking about language? <laughs> I, I just found the whole thing unbelievable. Wolf Blitzer is, is the least, like incoming journalist you're going to have if you're on the left. He's just making one basic point. And in, and in Pelosi, has, all she's got to do is say to him, look, Wolf, I want this more than anybody, which is why I've had meeting after meeting about it. The problem is every time I think we make progress, they switch the terms or they add in something or they, they rework it. So every time we get close, it changes. We're trying desperately to get it, Wolf, but they keep pulling. Like, I don't know how hard that is to do, but apparently it was too hard for her. And so what she ends up doing is calling Wolf uh, a Republican apologist and saying that Ro Khanna, a member of Congress from her state, by the way, and her party, and Andrew Yang are, are lovely, but they don't have any idea what they're talking about. This is what happens when you can't get out of your own way and you've had these conversations too many times and everything is a war. Once you once you go into the the arena as everything's a war, you're you're going to you are going to inevitably do this, which is you are going to go too far, get too crazy, and make yourself look foolish. Which is what she did last night. I, there's no there's no two ways around it. it. It's I'd say it's great work by Wolf Blitzer. It really wasn't. He didn't have that much to do with it. Actually, it was just Pelosi. All of her. And by the way, and we'll get into this a little bit later, Lightning, but this is what happens where woke world comes up with terms to explain why they're victims and why they're getting aggressed upon and why they're triggered. But then when they do the same thing, there is no word to describe that. So we know when Mike Pence interrupts Kamala, that's mansplaining. But when Nancy Pelosi does the same thing to Blitzer and she dismisses other political intellectuals for lack of a better term that there is no word for that that's apparently just good politics okay sure i don't know what you would call it pelosi splaining woman splaining uh is that a woman with an x splaining lightning i don't even know how you would pronounce that but there we're going to need some sort of counter at some point san francisco floundering <laughs> San Fran, uh, hair salon splaining. I don't know. Something. $12 a pint ice cream splaining. Man, enough on Nancy Pelosi. I promise. That's it. No matter what Suck Up Dave says during a break. We'll get to Hunter Biden when we come back. 617-266-6868. It's VB. You're in the middle on WRKO. All right, enough about Nancy Pelosi. We could do that. <laughs> if you haven't seen the video, I've posted it. Uh, it's at the Wise. Lightning's got it up at uh, WRKO 680 as well. Let's talk about Hunter Biden because like the bad penny that he is, Hunter Biden never goes away and he periodically shows up, usually at a time when Joe Biden wishes he wouldn't show up. 
But the New York Post front page today with uh, less than three weeks to go before the election is Biden's secret emails. And it's a picture of Joe and it's a picture of Hunter. And the story is basically this. Hunter Biden or somebody who looked a lot like Hunter Biden, that they have to couch this because nobody knows definitively. But somebody who looked a lot like Hunter Biden brought a laptop into a Delaware repair shop in 2019 to get the laptop fixed and then apparently never went and picked it back up lightning if i have this right yeah that's what i read too the and laptop's I that was like suspect. two grand and they just the uh, well forget it well why we would you do that, that laptop. that see that's already questionable wait a minute me. wait a minute lightning <laughs> <laughs> of all the things you know about hunter biden this is the one where you go why would you do that yes. that the well, laptop yeah. that's the one you got the issue with well, you know what? I know I am an odd person, and that stood out to me. And why the heck would you leave your laptop there? And they're like, you know what? I don't need it. They can keep it. Like, hello, your laptop is a major part of something that you share your stuff on. You put your information out there. You might have documents, photos, whatever. Like, why would you ever leave that behind? Well, he did, and it's it's led to some issues now because. Uh, if you haven't seen the photos, all I can do is tell you to check them out. But there's several photos of Hunter. Now, look, we know. I don't even want to get into this too much, but we know about Hunter Biden's troubled past and his issues with drugs and his issues with women. I was going to say women of ill repute. I don't I don't I guess I don't know the, the nature of all the women that Hunter's been involved in, but we've heard some of the stories, whatever. So there's some pictures. And in one case, I believe there's a 12 minute video of Hunter doing drugs and then engaging in behavior with a lady, uh, whatever. I, that, so that's there. There's another picture of him apparently passed out or asleep in bed with a crack pipe in his mouth. Uh, there's another where he's in a looks to be either a tub or a jacuzzi of some kind and he's leaning back shirtless with a cigar a cigarette dangling from his mouth there's another one where he's got like a i don't know was that like a jean coat jacket shirt oh, I I, it's hard to tell but some sort of i i would say it's like a blue blue jean coat uh open no shirt on underneath trying to look the cool part etc a lot of pictures fine What's more of interest is that apparently there was an email on the laptop that has obviously garnered much of the attention that some people on the right are calling a smoking gun email where Hunter Biden and a gas, a Ukrainian gas executive are going back and forth about Joe Biden, Hunter Biden's father's upcoming visit to the Ukraine and Biden Hunter now is talking about how my guy, my guy is coming and we got to get this thing lined up before my guy gets here. I think it would be too late if we did this thing after my guy gets here. And it's this whole long thing about trying to get a deal set up where they're going to get another 25 grand a month and expenses if, if necessary after the situation, after somebody meets with my guy, blah, blah, blah. And the gas guy emails back to Hunter saying, Hey, I just wanted to say thanks to you for trying to trying to or for setting up this thing with your dad 
and looking forward to make this happen, blah, blah, blah. Now, it's not clear whether Joe Biden ever did meet with the guy or not, but it certainly would imply that, not imply, it just flat out says it, that Hunter Biden was using his position as the son of the vice president of the United States to make deals happen, and he was a, he was in the midst of arranging meetings. Why would that be interesting, Lightning? Well, for a number of reasons. One can only imagine what the scandal would be like if this was even hinted at with Don Jr., for example. But we've been told all along, and Joe Biden's answers to anything Hunter-related all along has always been, I didn't know anything about Hunter's dealings when he was with Burisma because I never asked him about any of it. And I told him to not inform me of any of this stuff. So his idea was that he, I don't want to know, and I trust you because you're awesome. Leave me out of all of it. Well, if this email is accurate and is true, it would appear that, you know, how could he, how could he not know at that point? How could he not know? And his answer now is not going to be acceptable if indeed the email is true. You can't just say, look, I trust my son to make good decisions. Well, if your son is talking about you as, quote, his guy, and you're the vice president, we've got issues here, right? We've got problems. That's being as generous as I can be, because if you wanted to get dirty on the whole thing and you can decide where you are on the spectrum of how serious this is, but it would clearly, you could, you could easily infer that access was being bought. And that's the one thing that you don't want. And that, that most people on the left have been railing against when it comes to Donald Trump. This started the second he got into office, but remember uh, lightning when Ivanka applied for some uh, trademarks with in China after her father became president, and this was the first of the million great scandals involving Trump. Oh, my mm-hmm. God, the kids are going to profit off of their father being yeah. in the White House. Emoluments, emoluments, emoluments. I mean, it, it kept going on. Kellyanne Conway had to apologize for mentioning the, the maker of her suit one day on television because you can't be doing that. Well, what was Hunter Biden doing if this email's accurate? Now, I say if this email is accurate, and that's the question that I really have for you, 617-266-6868, do you believe this is true? If it is, do you believe it's a smoking gun? I've asked that as the Kelly Financial Poll question, which is up at VB The Wise, also up at WRKO 680, because there's a lot of questions about it. Do you believe the Hunter Biden emails are real? 100% yes, or I have my doubts. 18% on uh, my poll, Lightning, have, have doubts about it. The doubts would be this. Number one, it's the New York Post, which I love the New York Post. I think you do as well. But one thing about the New York Post is the New York Post has a pretty cushy relationship with Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani has been trying to dig up dirt on Hunter Biden in Ukraine for quite some time. And so the argument goes, wouldn't it be weirdly mysterious that less than three weeks before the election, all of a sudden, out of nowhere... New dirty stuff pops up about Hunter Biden out of nowhere, and it turns up in the New York Post. So some people on the left are raising issues about that. What's the easy counter to that, Lightning? I know you haven't even paid that close attention to this, but you know what the easy counter to that is? Okay. But, here comes the but. 
But if you're going to impeach a president based on a rather flimsy steel dossier, which hadn't been vetted. Right now, you can get Black Friday deals all month at Herson's Kia. If you're looking for a new car, check out the great deals at Herson's Kia. They have 0% financing available and leases starting at only $99. Check them out at HersonsKia.com. No way. Taco Bell's Toasted Cheddar Chalupa is back. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? They, they toasted, toasted six-month-old aged cheddar right onto the shell of a chalupa. That's genius. No delicious. No both. And now it comes in a box with a crunchy taco, cinnamon twist, and a medium drink. Whoa. Oh, sorry. This is this is my stop. Oh, uh, cool. We're all thinking it. The $5 Toasted Cheddar Chalupa box is back. Only at Taco Bell. At limited participating U.S. locations for a limited time only. Contact local store for prices, hours, and participation, which vary. Tax extra drinks excludes freezes couldn't be verified and in some cases information in it was known to be false but yet you're going to try to impeach the president based on that and you're going to have a two-year investigation of him as a result of that then wouldn't you also be a little bit interested in this and finding out more about it i mean it was just a couple of weeks ago right that the new york times ran a story on trump's taxes where they had gotten the tax returns presumably illegally no one knows how they could have gotten them legally and they ran with the story, and we're not even sure what those things tell you. People have inferred a lot of things, but we're not sure. Isn't the New York Post, what they've done here, the exact same thing that the New York Times did with the tax story on Trump? So if that's true, and you loved the tax story, why do you not love this? 617-266-6868. I'll take your calls, I promise, when we come back. What do you make of the Hunter Biden story? Is this going to be a thing? And as a corollary... How much is he going to be asked about this tomorrow when he does his ABC town hall? Because isn't that interesting? Well, we'll get into all of it in 60 seconds with you. 617-266-6868. Let's get a quick check of headlines and then write to your calls on WRKO. Hello, my little friends. What do you say to Rokan? What I say to you is I don't know why you're always an apologist. And many of your colleagues, apologists for the Republican position. The New York Post, clearly pro-Trump, puts out a cover treatment on Hunter Biden on Ukraine, sourcing out Mr. Giuliani, Mr. Costello, his attorney, maybe sourcing out Steve Bannon as well. It's a lengthy article. A security scare at Governor Baker's house. A man arrested, accused of breaking in while the governor's wife and daughter were home. You use the term sexual preference to describe those in the LGBTQ community. And let me make clear, sexual preference is an offensive and outdated term. Some Buckethead professor at Boston University. <laughs> Every time I hear that sound by lighting, you know what I think? <clears throat> you remember back in the day when celebrities, I, don't, I think they still do it, but celebrities will... For a fee, and depending on what level of celebrity you are, the fee goes up. But they'll record your voicemail for your cell phone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of like John Kennedy's delivery, the, the Republican senator from Louisiana. And the way he emphasizes butthead. <laughs> I'm not going to solicit this, but I, I, if I were to have somebody record my voicemail, he wouldn't be a bad choice. Some oh butthead is calling this number right now when I'm not when I'm busy watching a horror movie. So that butthead ought to leave me a message. Like I could live with that. That would be that would be fine. 617-266-6868. Speaking of buttheads, we're talking about Hunter Biden and how this is going to be interesting now 
A, how this is played, and you've already seen it where Facebook isn't posting links to this story, although they're not explaining why. Other people on Twitter are strongly encouraging people to not send out links to this story. Maggie Haberman, of all people, from the New York Times did send out a link to this story. She is being publicly shamed on Twitter as a result of doing so, Lightning, because God forbid someone's a journalist for five seconds. God forbid, right? Jeez. But number one, what do you make of the, the whole Hunter Biden email, the latest with Hunter Biden in the email story? Number two, what what is Biden going to say about this? What How is he going to handle it? And how often is he going to be asked about it? Is this just a quick thing that goes right away like everything does with Biden? Or is the press going to get after him on this? 617-266-6868. Let's go to the phones. Jenny's in Weymouth. Jenny, you're next on RKO. Hi, BB. Hey, Jenny. Um, first of all, I would encourage everyone, you can go on YouTube and watch for free. It's a documentary. It's I think the whole thing's around 40 minutes. You can watch it in just like short intervals called Riding the Dragon. Have you heard about it? It's yep. about Hunter Biden. Yep. Have you watched it? I haven't watched it. I've heard about it. Yeah. And Peter Schweitzer yep. narrates it. And um, as you know, Peter Schweitzer has been, not, I don't know anyone that's questioned his reporting on this or John Solomon. And they're the only ones that have been a voice in the, in the wilderness about Hunter Biden. Because the mainstream media has cared less. And, and Trump was supposed to be, you know, uh, able to be blackmailed, et cetera, if he had these ties to Russia, da 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 And yet it's clear, as, as anyone can see, that what happened with Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, and yet the media turned a complete blind eye. And um, how anyone could even begin to think that whether this particular story pans out to be true or not, you mentioned Rudy Giuliani, and the New York Post, well, look at the reporting of John Solomon and Peter Schweitzer and, and question that. You know, they don't... Yeah, so, Jenny, but you know, I mean, in the interest of fairness here, let's go over it a little bit. One of the... The Russians have already admitted to having hacked that gas company that the guy who was emailing Hunter Biden, that that he worked for, they've already emailed, uh, already admitted to having hacked into that gas company's emails. So that would be one thing. Another thing would be... You know, one way you would do this, Jenny, if you were trying to plant a story is you put the thing in amongst a bunch of other things that everyone already assumes to be true, which would be Hunter Biden with a crack pipe, Hunter Biden with a woman, all sorts of images of Hunter doing what we know Hunter has done. And then in that drop, oh, there's also this email that nobody knew about that that explicitly has him referring to my guy. Yeah, that's my point, though, VB. Let's say this isn't true, okay? People ought to pay attention to what we know to be true about him flying over on Air Force Two two days later, coming back with a $1.5 billion investment from a Chinese communist bank, Hunter Biden did. We ought to know about his monthly payments from Burisma. Those are all factual. He's admitted to this. He's, he's, I, I agree. I, I, the money, my from, thing on the money from the mayor of Moscow's wife, $3.5 million. What's that about? So well, that's been people, that's been brought up. Trump brought it up in a debate. He didn't answer yeah, it. And and nothing, no one ever follows yeah. up. So no one does. That's my problem with it. So people go on. You want to watch Riding the Dragon on YouTube, and um, you, it's very enlightening. And and again, you know John Solomon, VB. Yep. And uh, Peter Schweitzer. I've talked to both of them. Correct. They're very, very. I mean, I don't think you can call into you know question their abilities 
for their truthworthiness as far as what's happened in, you know, previous reporting or in this case. So you can't say it has something, you know, I'm just saying not you, but it's not like some conspiracy theory or the big Trump backers or this or that. They're just out saying what no one else will say. So Jenny, I appreciate the call. As always, six one seven two six six sixty eight sixty eight. Look, here's a, on on the Hunter Biden thing. Just Hunter Biden. Period. I, I, there's a couple of things that have always been true, and this story brings it out again. Regardless of the veracity of the story, now I'm not saying it's a false story. I'm not saying it's a hundred percent true story. I'm not sure. It part of me thinks that this thing is way too good to be true. In other words. The details fit so much in line with what people have been saying. People like Rudy Giuliani have been saying that it to me looks like, man, that's just like literally the smoking gun. And usually when it's at this late stage, something like that, you got to go, really? But again, we get back to this with Hunter Biden. We know there's been a lot of smoke here. So at some point, is there fire or is there not? I will tell you three things. Number one. The Hunter Biden Barisma thing has always been problematic. And if you don't think it is, then you're absolutely partisan. You've picked the side and you just aren't going to care no matter what. Because how could you not be concerned about the son of a vice president working on the board of a company that he has no knowledge of at all in a country where he has no expertise at all? And you're the sitting vice president? I mean, come on. And the, Which leads me to point number two. The fact that Biden claimed he never spoke to his son about any of the things that he was doing with this company in Ukraine has never been acceptable, and it has never made any sense. Why would you not speak to him about it as the vice president say, hey, look, I just want to be clear you got to understand what the rules are here and how tricky this stuff can be. And I know you know it, but i got to go over this for my benefit, too. Like, who wouldn't say that? That's number one. That's as a businessman, as a politician. Number two, as a father, why wouldn't you want to know what your son's doing? I assume you talk to him periodically, right? So how's that thing going? Give me a little 411 without telling me too much. But, you know, is this working okay? How's life in Ukraine? You're not doing any of that. You're not talking at all? Come on. That's, that defense has never held any water with me. But it leads to point number three, and this is a question for you to ponder at 617-266-6868. Let's say, Jenny, let's say this story is 100% true. And let's say that this email is 100% accurate. All we have to go on is the email allegedly came from the laptop, which we think is Hunter Biden's. I don't know who else's it would be. But let's say that that is true. Does it matter? Lightning, do you think any Democrat that is thinking strongly about voting for Joe Biden is now going, I don't know. I don't know, man. Hunter Biden's laptop. That's got me thinking. No, people already have their minds made up. Again, there, there's certain phrases that come out of Trump world that are just so true. The one that I'm referencing here is Trump could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and nobody would care that likes him. That's also true of Joe Biden at this point. Trump could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and Joe Biden could, too, because he's not Trump. And the people that hate Trump want to tr- stop Trump so bad they wouldn't care. Which And you know this because they're not asking Biden about 
sexual assault claims. They're not asking him about this. They're not asking him about the mayor of Moscow. They're not asking him any of that stuff, or they're certainly not asking him with the same vim and vigor that they've been asking Trump about his taxes, for example, because they just don't care that much or at all because he's not Trump, and the goal is to just stop Trump. So Biden can get away with things that otherwise he wouldn't have because he's your alternative right now, and so you got to get behind him. We've had people... We've had, quote-unquote, reputable journalists say that. Look, I can't care right now. We're just trying to get Trump out of there. And so for that reason, I don't think this story is going to be much of anything other than to the people that don't like Biden. The right's going to run wild and talk about this forever, but they've already decided they're voting for Trump. So I don't know that this changes anything other than it yet again exposes hypocrisy from people that we already know are hypocritical. 617-266-6868. More of your calls on that and on these Hunter Biden emails when we come back. It's VB. You're in the middle on RKO. 617-266-6868 is the phone number. We're talking about Hunter Biden and this front page story in the New York Post, which I have continually couched you we don't know the veracity of it yet but this is what they've got by the way lightning do you think the amy coney barrett hearings have jumped the shark ben sass and ted cruz have been debating whether or not the houston astros are cheaters that's going on during the hearing and they're putting into the record pictures of the houston astros (laughs) i think i think amy coney barrett's winning here is what I'm telling you. Think? you. Man alive, these things go on too long, and it's just such nonsense. Which is why we're not talking about that, and we're talking about Hunter Biden. There's an old line about lightning. Uh, bad news goes around the world before good news has had a chance to put its pants on. If you look at the Hunter Biden pictures, you'll know what we're talking about. Just telling you. 617-266-6868. You're welcome. <laughs> Russ is in Boston. Russ, you're next on RKO. First of all, VB, let's put this into perspective. This is going to have no effect on people that are already committed themselves to vote for Biden or the leaning towards Biden. Because, first of all, those people do not acknowledge the fact that we have a corrupt, overpowering central government, that basically these people in Washington are in it for themselves, and you can see by the bennies that they all have. There's no question that this guy was way above his pay grade on the money that he was given by these foreign governments. And we know when his father became the vice president and suddenly was up and dead, you know, how do I deal with these foreign leaders so I can make some money? He says, son, all you have to do is tell them, do you know who I am? See what they're willing to give you. Tell them what you want. And I'll secure the deal when I talk to these people later. That's how it works. Anybody that doesn't understand that that's how it works you stick your head in the sand. Oh, and by the way, BB, butthead is perfect because, unfortunately, you can't wor- use the word, uh, you know, asshead, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. head, all those other things that we, when we men it together, that we use. We can't use them on the radio, and you can't use them on the boob to a beta. So, again. Well, you can, actually. CNN's been using them with some regularity, so my guess is you can use them on the Senate floor as well. It would be unbecoming, of course, but we're headed that direction. You know that. I appreciate the call, Russ, as always, 617-266-6868. No, I think he's right. I don't think this is going to affect. It's not going to affect any votes, I mean, if that's the end game and all this stuff, but it 
The idea that some people are going to just say, eh, Hunter Biden, Schmunter Biden. Okay. I don't know how you can be so obsessed with Don Jr., Eric Trump, Ivanka Trump, but not care about the Hunter Biden story. He was. Does anybody believe that Hunter Biden would have been on the board of Burisma if his name was Robert Hunter? I say that because, as you know, Lightning, probably from reading these emails, his first name is Robert. Uh, if his name was Robert Hunter instead of Hunter Biden, do you think he'd be on Burisma? No. Nobody does. Nobody. So they, you have to be, like, uncomfortable about it a little bit. And the idea that Joe Biden, a guy who had been around for 40 years in Washington and knows how this stuff works and knows how it goes, he's like, nah, I trust my son to do the right thing and to know what's right and what's wrong and to know where the line is, even though he's had drug issues. I trust him to know where the line is and not do anything untoward or unbecoming. It's just it's crazy. It's nonsense. And the idea that Biden gets to say that and then that's the end of it? That can't be, can it? You can't be comfortable with that. Let's head to Dan. He's in the great state. Hey, Dan, welcome to VB in the Middle. Hey, VB. Um, about Biden, come on. We got to really look at the situation here. By Hunter Biden could probably get away with murder. Um I mean, let's face it, anybody with real money like O.J. Simpson and real influence, if you've got it and you've got the power and your father's vice president, there's really not much that you can't not get away with. Now, and if you can't get away with it, you have Joe Biden, who basically steps up and says, look what I did to the Ukraine. Basically, I told them that if they want their billion dollars, they're going to fire that prosecutor who is basically prosecuting and looking into Burisma, which, of course, would be looking into Hunter Biden. And as you can see what happened there, it was all swept under the rug. Now, as far as, I've, quite honestly, Hunter Biden could, like I say, practically get away with murder. And believe me, everyone would be saying it's not his fault. It was the other guy who, who, who happens to be dead. So as far as I'm concerned, VB, Hunter Biden is, of course, a thorn in Joe Biden's side, but because it's his son, there's just no way. I mean, you've got a biased media. You've got a biased Hollywood. You've got a biased Democratic government. They're all leaning and have been leaning towards Biden for the last, what, four years. So at this point, three or four weeks out of an election, everybody's really made up their mind, and I don't think that there's really anything that can stick to either of them that anyone's going to listen to. Yeah, I agree. I appreciate the call, Dan. I mean, the question is, are there whatever small percentage of undecideds, what is it that's going to make them decide? I Let's say that there's 2% of the voting population that is undecided. Of that 2%, I would argue less than half of them are really undecided. I think they know where they're going. They just act like they don't. But... Whatever the minuscule amount of quote-unquote undecideds are, what is going to get them to decide? It's not going to be this. It's not going to be whether there's a stimulus deal. It's not going to be whether Amy Coney Barrett's on the Supreme Court or not. None of that is. No one knows. Someone's going to go in there, and they're just going to do what they're going to do in whatever reason on that day. And all of this stuff is not going to sway it. However, we always get back to this lightning. Can somebody explain to me again why it's a good idea to have people voting in late September for the president when what has happened in the last 10 days 
kind of significant stuff, you might argue, Lightning, right? Just a, a little bit germane to helping you make a decision, but yet you've already made your decision. And we're not even getting started. God knows what's going to happen tomorrow night in these town halls. God knows what's going to happen in the next debate, if indeed they ever have it. And yet people have already voted in record numbers, we're told. Does it make any sense to anybody to be doing that? But this is where we at. Get out there. Stand in those lines. Go vote in, in late September or early October. 617-266-6868 is the phone number. It's VB. You're in the middle on AM680 WRKL. <laughs> went upstairs lightning to uh take care of some business and my daughter was standing there at the top of the stairs with a praying mantis in her hand something you don't see every day wait come <laughs> Honey, again could you, get, could you get that thing out of the house please thank you that'd be great no wait tell me that again make sure i heard you clearly yeah she has a praying mantis in her hand it's just oh like oh hey how's it going? i'll tweet out the picture if you'd like she's it's She's the only one that I, I actually know. don't mind praying mantises. I'll take those over stink bugs any no, day. Obviously, I, she's the... praying mantises mind their own business, but I still do they I bite? Should... Don't I don't they know bite? that much about them. I don't. I don't I, know. I thought I'm they were like they can give you a little nibble. I don't. I know. thought they were like ruthless insects or something. Like the praying uh, mantis. Not, yeah. Didn't we see that against the murder hornet? Was that the bug I'm thinking of? Remember the praying mantis? There was a yeah. video about the that against the murder hornet, and it like destroyed it. Well, that's why we're befriending them, Lightning. We're going to be prepared. Well, good. <laughs> we're going to have our wall of mantis. I'm coming to your house if the, if the murder hornets start really, you know, <laughs> if we have a plague of them, I'm coming to your house. By the way, that Charlie Baker story is horrific. I know. I'm just putting that out. It's horrific. And what's weird about that story is how little play it's getting. Yeah. And do you know why that is, Lightning? They still are trying to figure out more information. Because the guy's guy? not a Trump supporter. It's got nothing to do with politics, really. <laughs> I don't know. No, seriously. Really? Yes. I think if that guy was a Trump supporter and was that, this was some sort of Trump says you suck and I don't like you, obviously that would be crazy and we would be talking about it then. But what this is, a, this is, it would appear this would be a, uh, as they, I'll put it as, as our uh, news people are putting it. This is a guy known to authorities who went in and dropped a folder down and said he wanted me to give you this. Like, okay, so we we there's an issue here, mm. and it's not the other thing. And somehow we're acting like, oh, cool. I mean, I don't know what the long-term solution here is. My guess is governors are now going to have round-the-clock security See, at I, their houses. I thought I they know. already did, and then I find out they didn't. I mean, well, I he get... does. They travel with the governor. He has okay. a patrol. But I don't think it, you know. I don't think they're just sitting at his house when no one's there, or when his wife is there. Interesting. Like she doesn't have it. The kids don't have it. See, I would think that they all would because he's such a high. Well, you're going to send somebody to the kids' school. I mean, well, if they have kids in school. No, but at least they. I would think you would have security at your house at all times. I just thought that maybe well, I'm I was sure not they even have thinking a that. Security system. However, the the Charlie's wife and his one of his kids that was in the house, I believe. And uh, so that thing was off. But the guy just walked in. That's crazy. I, I think it that's is crazy. crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. All right. Anyway, speaking of which, let's talk about this Hunter Biden story a little bit more. 617-266-6868. Jake is in Dorchester. Jake, you're next on our Yes. Yeah, good afternoon. Hey, Jake. Uh, yeah, if you, if you really think about it, you know, if he got away with that once his father was vice president, the question in the ad should say, what would he do when this man... 
Because where does it start? I mean, that's a pretty scary thought. I think this is something we got to come to terms with, and we've got to figure out, like, people are allowed to have their own lives, right? And just because a relative or your father, in this case, chooses the life that he chooses, what are you allowed to do? I just know this. Just the mere appearance that he said no. No, I never talked to him about it. Well, you know what? And everything that we know, and then he boasted about, you know, taking the they wouldn't get the billion dollars for the prosecutor. It's like it's right there, and people are so asleep that they just don't want to recognize it. It's very scary. And your your greater point is, what about all those people that already voted? How do they get their vote back when if they? stuff in the next so those are very valid points i wish people would wake up but unfortunately i think they're in such a deep sleep many many will not no matter what comes out early voting is that i hate early voting I've, I've long been an opponent of early voting i don't understand the idea i don't understand the concept at all i don't and if you want to say a week before an election maybe although i still don't like that but to do it more than a month before is just insane. These are complicated times that we live in. It's the Ferris Bueller quote, Lightning. Check your big board in the studio. Life lose, moves pretty fast. If you're not careful, you can miss it. I think we know that when it comes to presidential politics these days and the idea that, nope, I'm in and I'm good and I need to get this done now because otherwise somehow mysteriously my vote's not going to count is just nonsense. And And this is another one of those things. But, man... I'm not worried about what Hunter Biden's going to do when his father's president at this point, if his father's ever president. I do think there needs to be some sort of blueprint as to what is and what isn't acceptable. And I I just don't think there's anybody that can really be like, no, I think this Hunter Biden thing is totally on the level. And so if it's not on the level to you, well, then what is your level of unease with it? I guess it all depends on whether you hate Trump or not. It's got nothing to do with whether you like Biden. It's whether you hate Trump. That's where your level of unease is. Thanks for the call, Jake. 617-266-6868. Bob's in Boston. Bob, you're next on RKO. Hi, DB. Hi, Lightning. Um, the only way we're ever going to get independent, real news is for these news outlets to become independent themselves. The two will hold them to money. Um, they, they are a business uh, that makes money, and uh, that is where the problem lies. They are trying to, whether they're on the Internet or whether they're in the newsstand or whether they are a, a website, if it has to do with money, if they're selling something, the news is what they're selling. And whatever is the most uh, outrageous or the, 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 the one that's going to capture the most uh, um, uh, readers or viewership, that's what the problem is. We have to have an independent press. That's what was 250 years ago. That's what they were looking at. And we're, what we're looking at today is entertainment. This is entertainment and entertainment at the cost of, of not getting the real information and not getting what the American public need, whether to make a decision about an election or their own lives. Yeah. Right now, you can get Black Friday deals all month at Herson's Kia. If you're looking for a new car, check out the great deals at Herson's Kia. They have 0% financing available and leases starting at only $99. Check them out at Herson'sKia.com. 
No way. Taco Bell's Toasted Cheddar Chalupa is back. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? They, they toasted, toasted six-month-old six aged cheddar, cheddar right onto the, the shell of a chalupa. chalupa. That's, That's genius, no delicious, no both. And now it comes in a box with a crunchy taco, cinnamon twist, and a medium drink? Whoa. Oh, sorry, this is, this is my stop. Oh, uh, cool. We're all thinking it. The $5 Toasted Cheddar Chalupa box is back. Only at Taco Bell. At limited participating U.S. locations for a limited time only. Contact local store for prices, hours, and participation, which vary. Tax extra drinks excludes freezes. Oh, I agree. Uh, the question is, can that ever happen, Bob? My guess is it can't. I mean, what you're gonna, what's going to happen in the future, and by the future I mean like tomorrow, is that stories like this are going to come out, and what happens is, you know, depending on the subject matter and your view of that subject matter, you're either 100% all in or you're 100% all out on the story. For the people that are trying to look at stuff objectively, you're going to now have to try and figure out whether the story's accurately done, whether it's done with a bias, whether it's possible. I mean, the idea that we even have to couch that this could be all fabricated documents, hacked journalist, uh, you know, ill-gotten, illegally gotten, should never have been printed. That's sad, but we've been doing that ever since Trump got elected. I mean, the New York Times has been running stuff. Everybody's been running stuff. Again, we had a we had a Mueller investigation based on a document that nobody in their right mind, looking back on it, would say, yeah, that's a good idea, the Steele dossier, and yet that's what happened. So this is where we are now. And what what's sad about all of it, Bob, is in the end, the truth never does matter. It would be nice if in the end you'd go, Oh, this is how this all played out. So here are the consequences for those that didn't have it right or were pushing the thing a certain way. But there are never any consequences. You just scream and yell, and then everybody moves on to the next fight, and you scream and yell. And then we'll be back to Amy Coney Barrett and screaming and yelling. And that's how it goes. But, but VB, there should be some kind of disclaimer put on these news agencies, whether they're, for example, you're a talk show. So I know that you're are going to be about opinion. But a lot of these news a- agencies are the same as you, but they, they put themselves out as a news agency, which they're not. And that's what needs to happen. We need to be able to, the American people need to have just as much as you read a food label to figure out what's in that, that particular can. That's what we need to know about these news agencies. There should be disclaimers. There should be a, a way in which to rate them. Uh, just as the internet is rated all the time, they should be whether they're giving factual information. But there's something needs to be done because otherwise you're never going to get what we need as as a society. It's, it's well, that's exactly what that's what your what, job what is, is, Bob. Is the individual more and more of that stuff falls on you? You've got to do it for yourself because nobody else is going to do it. Because as you said, I agree. It's all agree a game. It's all a show, and everybody's getting fat except for you and me. So that's how it's going to be played. I got to sneak in Linda real quick. Linda, I got 30 seconds. Linda yeah, in Belmont, you there? To... Yes, I'm here. Can you hear okay. me? Yep. Uh, yeah. So the governors um, always have a state trooper at their house around the clock, night and day. There was a state trooper actually parked in front of the house when that guy went in. And he confronted him when he came out, and he just said, well, I had to drop something off. I don't think that state trooper is going to be working again there, that detail. But I, I, don't, I don't know the details of it. Maybe he was at a different – looking the other way. Or I don't know what happened, but that is weird. Yeah, I could have been looking the other way, but they always at their house. It's 24, um, 24 hours a day, every day of the week. There's always a state trooper at their home. 
Well, that's frightening, that story. And I, yeah. I, I've long told you I'm a believer in stand your ground. I'm a believer in protect what's yours. And when someone crosses that threshold, man, and then he did. And that, that yeah, is that, that's never he never should have been able to get into the house. I mean, the state trooper was right there. I don't know what he was. Yeah, doing, I don't but, want him on the property. Um, I've told you I have issues with people protesting outside of governor's mansions or politicians houses. There should be some area that you know what? We're not doing that there. Their place of business. Sure. OK, fine. Public space is fine. But respect people's private lives and respect people's families i hate that and the fact that this guy again there may be issues here but the fact that the guy went to the house and walked right in like he was welcome it's just crazy and for charlie thinking that your wife and kid were home oh man it's everybody's nightmare i appreciate the call though linda thank you 617-266-6868 flash of lightning when we come back including One of my favorite subjects, lightning donuts. We'll talk about that when we come back on RKO. And now, a flash of lightning. AM680WRKO. Lightning told me earlier today that she was, but she didn't tell me, she demanded a flash. That sounds exactly like me. And she said, I would not regret letting her, as if I'm, I can let you, Lightning, I would not regret letting you do a flash. So mm. without further ado, Lightning has some stories that she says that should be brought up in the Amy Coney Barrett hearings, and she should have be asked about these. Yeah. Did I have that right? Yeah, that's exactly it, Vivi. That sounds <laughs> just like me. You know my It can't interest. be any sillier than the Houston Astros discussion that Ben Sass had uh, during that hearing. So anyway, yes, let's go. A flash of Lightning here on Vivi in the Middle. Okay, I got to start with this because I think you're really going to be interested in this one, VB. How do you feel about a spicy ghost pepper donut with strawberry flavored icing with cayenne and ghost pepper? How do I feel about it? Yeah. Thank you. Um, You don't want it? No, I'm not a ghost pepper. Do you know what a ghost pepper is? I do. I know exactly how spicy it is. A spicy donut? I, when I want sweets, I want sweets. I don't, and when I want donuts, I want donuts. I'm mm. not spicy for me is uh, meats and fish. So I'm happy to have a spicy shrimp dish. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to have my pulled pork kicked up a notch with some sriracha yep. or with some um, chipotle Tabasco, for example. That's one of my favorite condiments. But I never put chipotle Tabasco on a donut. Yeah, I don't like the combination of what's supposed to be sweet is turned into now a savory, spicy thing. Like, I never got into, and of course I don't eat bacon, but I never got into the whole maple bacon donut. I just, I know that's that's a little salty, but I'm not, I was never about that. Well, not only, so my point is this, Lightning, not only do I, I don't need spicy on, on everything, like spicy sodas, for example, mm, not a fan of Yeah, no. But ghost peppers are a whole nother thing. Well, what about like chips and stuff? That's not sweet, so you can probably yeah, do the I can spicy chips. Spicy chips are fine. Yeah, yeah usually because I'm dipping them. So In what? It, no Ranch? What. Oh God, please I have been no. Known to do that? Yes. No. Stop it. No, I hate that. Well, the spicy donut's great because it's tempered by the actual donut itself, and then the strawberry icing—a little bit of sweet, a little bit of spicy. Little. It it's not a little bit of spicy heat. if it's a ghost pepper. Yeah, oh, that's, I get that in, for Halloween you're doing the ghost pepper thing. I, it can't, I can't be that hot. Either. I can't. It just can't be. I can't imagine. Well, this is, I should have mentioned who it's coming out 
from uh, Dunkin' Donuts is, or Dunkin', excuse me, Dunkin', I guess. I'm so, I still say Dunkin' Donuts, but Dunkin' is coming out with this donut, and I believe it's available now. So if you want it, hit up, I guess, your local Dunkin' to try that ghost uh, pepper donut. It's not apparently for the faint of heart. I'm, uh, I'm good on that, Lightning. Yeah, I don't, gonna... I don't like it either. I don't like the spicy, so. All right, got to bring this up. I think this is outrageous. Uh, this is basically a food flash. This is what we're all talking food. We're talking food right now. So Kraft Mac and Cheese, apparently they had a campaign on social media promoting their noodles. And part of their message, they use the hashtag send nudes and they spelt it N-O-O-D-S. Of course, a play on noodles. Well, Apparently, there was a lot of backlash, and people thought that was very inappropriate when they were trying to do a play on words there of send nudes. Well, they had to remove it, and they found themselves in hot water. No pun intended. Except you laughed at it. I did, yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't even try to do that, and it, yeah, I nailed it. This is what happens when... <laughs> so basically, in other words, Kraft Mac and Cheese got bullied into shut up and dribble. Mm-hmm. Just stick to what you are. Don't try and be clever. Don't try to be funny. Don't try to do anything different. I will say this. I, dumb. I, I can't stand it. Well, it's cheesy. Oh, was it a crafty marketing campaign? Ah, all right. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Did nobody at Kraft think to themselves, I, you know, as silly as we are being here, I guess in a way we're doing a sexting thing and we needn't be so doing what? anything light. Well, send nudes normally would <laughs> so not be what? an O. It's funny. I think it's a funny thing. And I think that the fact that people think you're trying to sexualize mac and cheese is stupid. What, do you not like, appreciate the Venus de Milo, one of the most famous <laughs> statues? If you think I haven't sexualized mac and cheese in my day, like <laughs> I don't want <laughs> things I didn't need to know. Exactly, I don't want to hear anything about that. Please stop while you're. What ahead. I'm telling you is, companies like Kraft don't want trouble. They're not looking for any sort of controversy. And the fact that somebody didn't say, I don't know though, man. People are pretty sensitive these days. The idea that we're making light of sexting in any way or could be connected to that in any way may not play well for us. That is shocking. I think it's stupid. I think, like, you know what? Consulting ad- Consenting adults can send each other nude pictures. Who cares? You know, but Kraft needs to double down on this. So what? Adults eat mac and cheese? I do all the time. Don't they, even say anything, do. VB. Who, who is it? <laughs> I am an adult. So is the reason why there's a smiley face piece of pasta on the box for, for adults, or is it for kids? Well, first of all, there's regular Kraft mac and cheese, and then yeah. there's shapes. It's not like they're sending out pictures of the kids' shapes mac and cheese and saying, ooh, send nudes. Like, that would be inappropriate. It's the regular mac and cheese. And damn it, adults can eat mac and cheese, VB. They well, can. I mean, they have to double down, though, because they need to say, Kraft, the official food of Thrupples. <laughs> it's the thing. I don't, you, don't, you just don't want that joke to be made, and you put yourself in that position. I'll tell you this. Whoever greenlit this is probably a shell of himself at this point. You know what? I'm going to buy more Kraft based on this. I think it's a great It's not going to. We got it over. I'm looking at it right now as I broadcast from my basement. It's not going to limit me from doing it anyway. It's much yeah. ado about nothing except that. This is the type of stuff that people people hyperventilate about. And so when you when you do something that you don't normally do, it's tricky. First of all, not everybody can do this stuff well. KFC is one of those that is great. They just go completely outside the box, and they do nutty things, and it always works to their advantage. 
when you even dip your toe into that but you don't do that normally, you'd better be careful. So send us your nudes. Eh. I like it. I thought By it was creative. By the way, creative. do you not, when you think of that, Lightning, do you not think that Kraft would get sent a nude? Somebody yeah. holding up a box over there, you know, uh, moobs. Mac over there, Rooker Tony. Their, mag, their man boobs. Yeah, right. mac and cheese over, over their, their angel hair. Stop it. <laughs> I just, I, I, I'm not surprised that, I am a little uh, bit surprised that they went with this campaign. I'm not surprised at all that people overreacted mm. and are making a huge deal out of this. And they probably did the right thing just saying, let's move on. Mm. Let's be done with this. Because there is not a lot of bang for the buck in that case. I guess. I still think it's dumb. But anyway. You have to acknowledge that pun, man. Come on. Bang for your buck. I, I actually really wasn't, but you can get, I wasn't you can get three boxes for a buck if you're really smart on that. Anyway, my last story here. Of course, food-related still, and you know I'm all about Taco Bell, so I saw this story. Well, Taco Bell, they are now known for really discontinuing some of their specialty items and introducing new ones. It's been a big outcry among fans, and the latest, they did discontinue the spicy potato soft taco. Well, this one guy, Bryant from Missouri, he decided he was going to go to Taco Bell, purchase a couple of those spicy potato soft tacos while they were still on the menu. He put them in his freezer to preserve them, and then when they actually were discontinued and you could no longer get your hands on them, he went to Facebook Marketplace and asked a whopping $200 for three mint condition potato soft tacos from Taco Bell. Did he get it? Uh, apparently, they're still up there. I mean, they're they're negotiating right now. He said the full set is 200 individual tacos, $70 a piece. And is he going to mail those or what? How's that work? I don't know. It's to be determined right now. Apparently, uh, he still got them up there. I don't think it, at this time he's got a buyer, but uh, we'll find out if he does. He put them up on the marketplace not too long ago. If you it's always smart. These people ruin things, but, you know, they get these limited edition products that come out and... People buy them all up, and then that's what they do. When the thing goes down, mm -hmm. they then post it on eBay or wherever, and they they get you that way because you can't get it because they have them all. Yep. So I don't know whether I like those people or not. I mean, yes, it's capitalism, oh. but also you're kind of bastardizing the thing. He didn't hoard them, so I can't. There's be only too three upset of them. That guy. Yeah, there's only three of them. I mean, he could he could ate that in one sitting. So when he went to order it, who's to say he was he wasn't hoarding them? If you I buy them, you say... can get the best of both worlds. You take a bite and then resell them as slightly used. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think I would bid on those lightning. And <laughs> it's not like a mm, that gives me a thought. Like I got to go get a pretzel mm. bacon sandwich from Wendy's because they're not going to have those for long. And I'm going to freeze. Nah, I'm good. Mm, yeah, they're not. My, it's not my favorite on the Taco Bell menu, so I'm also going to pass. I still do have one Baconator can of Pringles unopened. Should I put that one up? I think you can still get that, can't you? I don't think so. Well, go for it. See what happens. Why yeah, not? That's for me. For You know how people save that jar of wine or that bottle of wine for just such a special occasion? Mm-hmm. When the Falcons win the Super Bowl, I'm, I'm popping that <laughs> can of Baconator Pringles. Until then, they're going to sit on it. Well, they'll be sitting there for a while, VB. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> really? You think? Yeah. I, I know. I know. <laughs>
But on the other hand, I think people should lose their thin skins. Yes! VB. I mean, I think people should just be a little bit less sensitive. Yes! It's VB in the middle. And to realize that, you know, if everybody were perfect, everybody would say everything in a way that caused nobody uh, harm. But, you know, everybody's not perfect. Correct! On WRKO. Hour number three of VB in the middle on AM 680 WRKO. By the way, I should remind you I've been remiss today, Lightning. But if for some reason you're not near your radio or you're not getting the VB in the middle show the way you would like to get it, the easiest way you can do it is get it on your smart speaker or your smart device. All you got to say is play WRKO on iHeartRadio, and boom, you've got VB in the middle right there. You can listen to WRKO all day long on your smart devices. So, again... Play WRKO on iHeartRadio, and you are good to go. So, we've been watching the Amy Coney Barrett hearings. It's day three today, and it's been much of the same. There hasn't been a whole lot today, um, to be honest with you. She looks kind of bored at this point. Who wouldn't be? These things go on way too long. It's repetitive. The last day always does people... Senators that are trying to score points that feel like they didn't do it the day before go back to the same stuff, which is why what Sheldon Whitehouse did, which was so boring. And she's got to sit there and basically say the same thing she said a hundred times already. But you got to go through the rigmarole, and that's what's going on. Last night, there was a number of, um, I, I guess, interesting exchanges lighting. I don't know if interesting is the word. Um Senator Kennedy from Louisiana asking her to comment on that BU professor's ridiculous white colonist tweet, and she took some offense to that, as anybody would, of course. Uh, That came up. Maisie Hirono asked her if she'd ever sexually assaulted somebody. Did you hear that one, Lightning? No, what a ridiculous thing to ask somebody. I mean, is that protocol? Like, you got to ask everybody that? So, I I, I don't want to get too sidetracked on this one, but... It is, of course, a ridiculous thing to ask, except that people in Washington are ridiculous, right? And so do you think my view of this has always been don't ask someone a question you don't want asked of yourself. Well, if you're in the United States Senate, you should be asked that question. The reason is because people that have been in that body very recently have done that. So I've always thought there should be some sort of written questionnaire that when senators or congressmen or local state reps or state senators are sworn in, they should have to check boxes saying they haven't sexted, they haven't assaulted somebody, you know, just to get them on record. Because then when you find out after the fact that they have, you could at least hold the thing up and go, really? Because you lied here when you said you didn't do that. So while I don't love that the question was asked and they clearly had a woman ask the woman, because can you imagine if a man asked her that? But what happens in all these hearings is someone always asks a ridiculous, unnecessary, offensive question just to get them on record. But really, Judge Barrett, have you ever sexually assaulted somebody? And what that does for Hirono Lightning in the future, by the way, is it provides her cover for the next male Supreme Court nominee if Hirono's around to question her. She can now ask that guy that question because she asked the female that question. So that's some of the reason why that so. went on. Set up, yeah. It's just stupid, but most of this is stupid, as you well know. That that wasn't the most significant thing, though, with Maisie Hirono from Hawaii and her exchange with Amy Coney Barrett. This has gotten a lot of play with good reason, because I don't know about you, Lightning, this was the first I'd ever heard of this. But earlier in the day, 
there were several senators. Diane Feinstein was one of them. Pat Leahy was another. Dick Durbin brought it up. They were they were peppering Amy Coney Barrett about her views of gay marriage because oh as you know she's very very Catholic. So they're talking about gay marriage and whether she might overturn certain court cases, et cetera, et cetera. And in talking about that, she said, look, I think the courts have sort of settled on sexual preference and where the law stands, et cetera, et cetera. Well, Maisie Hirono had an issue with her, Amy Coney Barrett's answers to that, and this is what she said. So even though you didn't give a direct answer, I think your response did uh, speak volumes, not once, but twice. You used the term sexual preference to describe those in the LGBTQ community. And let me make clear, sexual preference is an offensive and outdated term. It is used by anti-LGBTQ activists to suggest that sexual orientation is a choice. It is not. Sexual orientation is a key part of a person's identity. That sexual orientation is both a normal expression of human sexuality and immutable was a key part of the majority's opinion in Obergefell, which, by the way, Scalia did not agree with. Lightning, you're, you're younger and hipper than I am. Is the term sexual per, uh, sexual preference, is that offensive and outdated? Well, it's news to me because I didn't know that. Now I'm questioning you know, am I in the am I in the wrong? Like, do I got to analyze? Because I was under the assumption that it is a preference for some people. So I'm confused about the whole thing. That took me back. I'll be honest with you. I really am confused. Am I not allowed to think or say that well, somebody has a all, sexual preference? I'm going to play that soundbite for you again in a second, but I want to preface it this way before you listen to Maisie Hirono again, because one of the problems with the world that we have that we operate under now in Wokeville is that Wokeville will react to the nth degree about something that you have done, whether you did it intentionally or not. And then they will lecture you about how ignorant you are about the thing. In other words, in this case, let's say that the term sexual preference is offensive and outdated. And I'm not going to acknowledge, I'm not going to grant that generally, but for, for the sake of the argument here, let's say that that is the case. Do you think that Amy Coney Barrett was using that phrase to be offensive? No. Do you think she was saying no. it to be dismissive, to be judgmental, no. to to make people that have, quote, chosen to be gay, end quote, to, to think that they're second class or not the same? Like, if, if none of that is true, then why would the lecture need to be brought? Why couldn't it just be, hey, you use that phrase, I don't know if you know it, but but for some people in the community, they think that's kind of outdated. Instead, it's a, you have aggressed upon me in ways that you can't even fathom. Does that seem appropriate under the circumstances? I don't think she meant it intentionally. The judge, Amy uh, Coney Barrett, I don't think she did it intentionally. Let's put it that way. I don't think she well, meant it to be a slanderous people have already thing. done this. I, I'm not going to bore you with all it. the audio, but Joe Biden used the phrase earlier this year. Okay. Ruth Bader Ginsburg used it in 2017. Okay. When, rule, when talking about the ruling that Hirono was talking about. I don't know when it became outdated. Maybe like, I didn't is. get I the memo know. on that. Is it? Yeah, I don't know. Well, here's the other thing. Like it's and so if you're in the LGBTQ community, 
Uh, and she stopped it at LGBTQ. I know there are more initials after that. And it's the more initials that's the part for me, Lightning. Isn't one of the things now that there is gender fluid? You're just choosing not to I'm sorry, repeat that. I was just stunned. Isn't one of the things now that, that some people consider themselves to be gender fluid? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, if yeah. you're gender fluid, how is that not a choice? See, this is this you, gets unbeknownst for to me. you. Honestly, all of a does. sudden, you woke up one day and it was predetermined that you were male, and then you've determined it. Someone else decided that you were going to be female. Someone else decided you were going to be X. Well, like, how is that not choice? So, Maisie Hirono is painting with a pretty broad brush while she's castigating Amy Coney Barrett for using a quote-unquote offensive term. I would argue in that. I don't think it's it can't be disputed that some people do make a choice. I know people personally that have chosen sexual preferences. Yes. I'll give you a public one lightning. There is a I won't mention my name. These people are real. Okay. But there's a uh Celebrity couple in the music business that you know, you don't love Lightning. They've done a duet together. The reason why they are together is because the woman in that relationship got divorced and her previous husband experimented with uh, with a same-sex relationship, which she found distasteful. She didn't okay. like that about him. But he he experimented with it. So that would be a choice, right? Well, that would be, I guess, a preference. I mean, I, is it possible that you can have a preference and then also in the same breath other people could interpret and say that they were born with you know well the idea that everybody that is hetero everybody that is gay everybody that is transgender nobody made any decisions on that it was the will of the creator or the will of whatever is a little bit naive because we all know people that quote there's that old phrase right yeah i tried it didn't like it well that would be a choice so to me I find what Maisie Hirono said to not be accurate at all, but it doesn't matter when Wokeville lectures you, you are made to feel stupid, inferior, racist, sexist, homophobic, whatever it is, and then there's no counter to that. But is my question for you is legitimate. I, maybe I've been in my basement too long. Is the term sexual preference offensive and outdated, as Senator Maisie Hirono said that it was yesterday, to Amy Coney Barrett. 617-266-6868. We'll take your calls when we come back. It's VB. You're in the middle on WRKL. So Senator Maisie Hirono scolded Judge Amy Coney Barrett yesterday during day two of the uh, ACD confirmation hearings. Because ACB used the term sexual preference when discussing gay marriage and court rulings involving gay marriage. Right now, you can get Black Friday deals all month at Hurston's Kia. If you're looking for a new car, check out the great deals at Hurston's Kia. They have 0% financing available and leases starting at only $99. Check them out at HurstonsKia.com. No way. Taco Bell's Toasted Cheddar Chalupa is back. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? They, they toasted, toasted six-month-old aged cheddar right onto the shell of a chalupa. That's genius. No delicious. No both. And now it comes in a box with a crunchy taco, cinnamon twist, and a medium drink. Whoa. Oh, sorry. This is this is my stop. Oh, uh, cool. We're all thinking it. The $5 Toasted Cheddar Chalupa box is back. Only at Taco Bell. At limited participating U.S. locations for a limited time only. Contact local store for prices, hours, and participation, which vary. Tax extra drinks excludes freezes. 
And Maisie Hirono said that the term sexual preference is offensive and outdated. Um, my question for you is, is that when was that proclaimed? I, I hadn't heard that until yesterday. Now, my my the way I couch this is I have, of course, been in my basement for the last eight months and I don't get out much now. Lightning. So maybe I missed the memo. But that was the first I'd heard of that. Lightning has said that that was the first she'd heard of it. It is. But now that you've heard it, you actually kind of go with Maisie Hirono on this. Uh, well, I can. I'm I'm starting to analyze and think about and talk to people maybe who are you know more understanding of that and thinking. Think about if you were. I'm just gonna you know give an example here, BB. Say you are somebody who has been gay all of your life and you think to yourself, I was born this way. Maybe you think that by someone calling yours just a preference is denying what you believe you were born in as you get what i'm saying like i, I, I can do. see and where I, she's I, coming I from acknowledge. i'm not worked up about it like i'm not i'm not in that category well Maisie Hirono was worked up about it the problem is Maisie Hirono used a very broad term lgbtq and we know that there are other initials that can go along with that as well and when you become that inclusive there certainly are people in that group that that have made a choice or sure. have a preference. Yes, I think that there. So, I think you're right. Where there are some people who are. Ex- here's an example. You are bisexual. You are making a. Pre- you might have a preference over which one you prefer over the other. You know what I'm saying? So there is a certain preference involved in that. So I think for Hirono to turn around and just blast uh, Judge Amy Coney Barrett. Coney, excuse me, Coney Barrett. I think that 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 might be a little bit extreme. But uh, yeah. 617-266-6868. Get your thoughts on this kerfuffle. By the way, when, when this is the big dust-up, then you're doing pretty well if you're Amy Coney Barrett. But such is life where there's got to be drama no matter what. So this was the one from yesterday. Howie is on the South Shore. Howie, you're next on RKO. How are you? Um, let me just say I served six years. I served six years during the Vietnam era. And uh, talking about sexuality, when we put somebody in a body bag, we could care less if they were gay or whatever. I think it's absolute nonsense. In fact, I just broadened my discussion. I have not been watching any of the uh, uh, hearings. In fact, my daughter who lives in San Francisco called me, Dad, why aren't you watching? Instead of watching last night uh, uh, Kill Bill uh, uh, Kill Bill 1, and then I watched Kill Bill 2 last night instead of watching the hearings. I'm tired of these congressmen. They don't know what they're talking about. I think this lady has great credentials. And I'm tired of it. I think most of the American people are tired of it. Again, when I fill it, put somebody in a body bag, we could care less what their sexuality was. I appreciate it, Howie. Thanks for the call. 617-266-6868. Uh, it's the anniversary. Today was the day in 94 that Pulp Fiction was released, Lightning. Really? Superior to the Kill Bills, I would argue. Mm. I liked the Kill Bills. I don't know. Kill Bill was okay. I didn't love it. I thought it was okay. Uh, a long and the idea of two of them, I don't know. I weirdly okay. like, not to get super sidetracked here, I do weirdly like uh, Tarantino films. I, I really enjoy them, and you wouldn't think that I'd be something that somebody that likes those type of uh, gory films, but I like that. I don't know why I like them. I agree. Now, I agree that I didn't think you would. Yeah, I do. And I agree that they're generally pretty good. Yeah. And even when he's not unbelievable, they're still watchable and decent. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things on the Maisie Hirono thing, though, is like, so is 
what I guess, and you don't get into it if you're Amy Coney Barrett. Obviously, you just acknowledge and go, "Oh, okay, sorry." But what what is the term that she's supposed to use if not sexual preference? It's a good question. I, I don't know. What what just is just sexuality? Period. I guess when it comes to issues of sexuality. I guess. It's it's like everything in the world. Like you just got to figure out. It's not, it's not, sometimes it's not even whether the thing is offensive. It's whether someone who will construe it to be offensive, then you've got to figure out, okay, wh- what is the generic term? And the next thing you know, you have a football team that goes by Washington because there's not going to be anything more than that. And the irony in all of that lightning is, is there anything more offensive than that term? Washington, you're watching it in display in these uh, Supreme court hearings. And yet that's the one that's not offensive. Apparently Dan's in Medford. Dan, you're next on WRKO. Hey, hi, uh, Libby. How are you? Hey, Dan. Uh, good. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you loud and clear. All right, great. Thanks. Uh, I'm a teacher at uh, middle school in Medford. I teach foreign languages, uh, which are based on, you know, he and she a lot like a romance languages. Yep. But anyways, besides that, Besides that, we made um, uh, workshops last year uh, with people sent us from the government or the state uh, to teach us how to address the sexuality in um, younger adolescents. And they mentioned sexual preference a lot, first. Secondly, when I asked the student, because they said to us, ask them what they like to be called, like he or she, when that was in, uh, addressed to us, that means that for me, asking them is a, is a sexual preference because otherwise, how can I address it? You know, mm-hmm. if I say, what's your sexual orientation? That's more offensive. Be, what are you talking about? You know, what, what do you want me to, to tell you? Like if I go with men or, or women, right? Like sexual preference is linguistically, anti languages, is linguistically very open-minded statement yeah i i would i would love to know exactly what agency was there for you but i that proves the point exactly which is that when when the people who are tasked with explaining to you how to do this communication when they are using that phrase last year i guess i get to this with Maisie you when did it become outdated because it certainly wasn't last year and it apparently wasn't this year because when joe biden used it nobody raised an issue about it Amy exactly. Coney Barrett says it, and all of a sudden she's this great sexist pig. I, I Okay, well, I guess that was news. Dan, I appreciate that call. I appreciate the insight. Thanks for calling. 617-266-6860. And we come back, Lightning. Boston City Council, the CDC, the governor of Rhode Island, they all have the same message, and it's one that you're not going to like. My question is, are you going to adhere to it? I'll tell you what it is. We'll discuss it. We come back here on RKO. So here's a question for you. We haven't talked too much coronavirus of late for obvious reasons. One is you can't stand talking about it. <laughs> it gets you aggravated really quickly. So with that said, let's do it. Uh, question, Lightning. You're going to attend any sort of house party between now and the end of the year? Yes. Yes, I am. Is that you know you're not supposed house? to, right? Does that include my- First of all, I live in a different state. Does that include my uh, my own house? Yes. And define party. Like, I mean, like, a small gathering. So there's three different stories that, that get me to this. One, as you well know, Halloween is fast approaching. And day, daily we get updates on places that are canceling Halloween. What you see today? Beverly Hills. There'll be no trick-or-treating in Beverly Hills. 
Damn, can you imagine trick-or-treating in Beverly Hills, though, anyway? Like, can you <laughs> yes, imagine? I can. You just get there. I just there and... like, oodles and oodles of big block candy bars being dumped into a bag. Oh, I'm And thinking, then getting like... a second bag and a third bag. And... Damn, I'm thinking, like, straight cash. Like, they're like, oh, we don't have candy. Here's, like, a 50. Like, I, I really, I don't I don't know why. I mean, man, I, why didn't I go trick-or-treating out there? Well, you can't this year, Lightning, because Beverly Hills is saying, boo, Halloween. I'm going with the BH thing there. Um... Marty Walsh and Charlie Baker have already said, for example, Gina Raimondo, the governor of Rhode Island, has said, while, you know, individual municipalities will decide whether or not there's going to be trick-or-treating, one thing we want to be clear on is there should be no Halloween parties. So the Halloween party is out right off the bat. Yesterday, the CDC director, yes, that guy, you know him, you love him, Robert Redfield, had a uh, conference call with the governors of the United States. And in that, do you know what he's come out against, Lightning? Go on. Thanksgiving gatherings. He said, quote, we're seeing a higher degree of vigilance and mitigation steps in many jurisdictions on the call with governors. I'm reading from The Hill today. Quote, but what we're seeing... As the increasing threat right now is actually acquisition of infection through small household gatherings. Particularly with Thanksgiving coming up, we think it's important to stress the vigilance of these continued mitigation steps in the household setting. Okay, and go on. So what do they want you so to I'll do? Give you the third st- well, I'll give you the third story, Lightning, which should worry you more than any of them, but it's from the sure, Herald okay. today. It's the front page of the Herald. Boston City Councilors take aim at large house parties in Southie and beyond amid coronavirus hike. The City Council is having a meeting today, and do you know what the purpose of the meeting is? Fines about gatherings? Pretty maybe? much, yeah. I mean, I didn't, you tell me how else. They're discussing ways to better enforce rules regarding house parties and indoor gatherings. What what do you think those are going to be? It has to be fines, right? So you've got not one, not two, but three stories coming at you hard about about house parties. So my question for you is 617-266-6868. Are you going to attend or are you going to host a Halloween party? Are you going to attend or are you going to host a Thanksgiving gathering in your house? Mm -hmm. Are you going to have a Christmas party in your house? Between now and the end of the year, will you host or will you attend a gathering in someone's private residence? And what I would love to know from you is, if you are, what size gathering best guess? I mean, no one ever knows who's going to show up and who isn't, whatever. But what size gathering... Are you planning on attending? And is there a size at which you say, I know, you know what, I'd probably sit that one out. Because you're, what I'm telling you, Lightning, is you have city councilors, you have governors, and now you have health experts that people act like, oh, these guys are the wise men that have come down to, to save us from everything. They're all telling you, don't do this thing. But my guess is you're going to do it. In fact, you have already told me, Lightning, you are. Well, yeah, before I officially go on record, what's the what's the rule in New Hampshire? How many people can I have at the house? Let's start with this. Instead okay. of me telling you the rule, you tell me <laughs> what you're planning on, and I'll tell you whether you've crossed the line. Uh, okay, so which, which holiday are we talking about? Or are we I talking about in general? <laughs> Just in general. It can be any. Are you going to do a Halloween party? Yes. Well, um, 
Okay. No, it's not a party. It's a gathering, and it's Are you going to do a Halloween gathering? Like, it's a small... It's a, first of all, we just had one, phrases. right? You came yeah, to my house yeah. this weekend, but now you were the only person. Yeah, but was it a party? I mean, That well, was a I mean, gathering. It was I believe a gathering. that fell within jurisdiction. Yeah, I mean, that's what I mean. one like, person I'm... who I know yeah, but... is negative was allowed into yeah, my house. Yes. I did consider inviting the Shattuck's to that party, and I said no because that would be too many. Yeah, and plus that would have been a really scary event, and we don't like scary. So well, I didn't say he particularly <laughs> would be invited. Oh, okay. I thought you meant just him. Invite. The kids are fine. Um, but so I think that gathering was okay. How many are you planning on having? So let's see. What we'll do there. Uh, maybe like I don't know between six and eight. It's not a big gathering. Well, that includes my husband and I. So that would be like hip, including so, us. So when six you say six people. or eight, I assume that means at least a dozen because you're no. downplaying it. No, I'm not. I'm not downplaying it. It's literally just like a couple, a couple of other couples. So I think it would you're be fine. like maybe I think you're fine. six or eight. Like we're yeah. literally just going to watch movies. We're going to have food. I'm not doing a party or a Halloween gathering you know what's contest. Happen? Well, Southeast is huh. a little different, but where I live, the, the the thing is going to be you're going to what you got to do is figure out how to not have cars visible in your driveway. Easy because park you don't the want street. the cops driving by going, hey, why is there four cars there when usually there's one? And then they're like, hey, I wonder if they got twenty people in the house. Well, you got to be stealth about it. You know, right? What I'm saying? Well, this you got to plan accordingly. Exactly. You got to be like, hey, you know, let me call up my friend, uh, you know, Joe down the street. Hey, can I use a couple people, uh, a couple spaces in your driveway, and then we'll carpool carpool people back over? You got to plan accordingly. But then Here's he might get question. in trouble. Here's my question for you. I want to discuss this now. Six one seven two six six sixty eight sixty eight. The city council is de- dis in Boston is trying to determine ways to better regulate house parties. What I can tell you is that's threatening to you. They're trying to figure out how to find you. So is that going to affect you going forward? That would be number one. Number two, in other words, that would be the stick variety of getting you to do what they want. The carrot variety would be the CDC director saying, hey, we've seen an uptick. We think it's because of these small gatherings, so we're asking you to maybe not have those small gatherings. Does that mean anything to you? And when the governor says, please don't have Halloween parties, do you listen to any of that? And does it give you pause? Do you contemplate at all whether you should or shouldn't attend or host house parties? 617-266-6868. Let's go to the phones. Paul's in Weymouth. Paul, start us off here in RKO. Hi, VB. Can you hear me okay? I got you, Paul. Okay. Hey, listen, absolutely yes. Going to have plenty of people at my house. When? I've had. I, don't I've give me a word. date. I've I don't want enough. the. I don't want them to come for you. But is it is it a Halloween related thing? Is it a Thanksgiving thing? Is it something a birthday? What is it? BB, they have overreached. They have gone beyond. They are violating the Constitution. What's the science say, buddy? What one in one in ten thousand gets the coronavirus, and one in a hundred thousand dies from it? it? This is what I've been hearing are the real facts. Listen, I'm not going to worry about it. My house is my house. I pay taxes. I pay the mortgage. The heck with them. I don't care. Come find me. I'll fight you in court till till the end of time. I, I'm not going to put up with this anymore. Is there is there a number uh, size gathering that you wouldn't attend, Paul? No, no. I I don't feel that it's. Uh, I really feel that this whole thing's been blown out of proportion. You know what? No, I'm not worried about it. I am not. My, my wife had it. I didn't get it. Maybe I had it a long time ago, but it was a mild little thing. 
I'm not worried about this thing. I'm telling you, I'm not. DB, I love listening to you. I'm so glad I got to talk to you. You are on both sides of the issue, and I love it. You are in the middle. And let me tell you, I really enjoy you. really get me agitated when I'm driving in the car. And this one put me through the roof, and I am so glad I get in. I am going to have as many people as I want. No specific number, but whoever wants to come for my family can come because they're my family. And that's the way. Well, oh, there was it. an old adage when I was when I was a young buck first getting into talk radio back when I was working with Howie. There was an old adage when all the newspapers were on the same side of a thing, like the Globe and the Herald, and then the old Phoenix as well. When they were on the same side of an issue, you knew to be on the other side of the issue because there was something conspiratorial going on. When you have city councilors, governors, and the CDC all trying to tell you the same thing that involves something that's going on in your house, it is one of those things where you go, really, though? Because I don't know. I feel like I know better about what's going on in my house than maybe you know. And I think, like, I, I'm with him. I think, like, they're just overreaching now. Also, yes, they are. well, yes. the other thing, Paul, is that so. Look at we're all about cases now. We're all about cases. Yeah, don't, yep. Go but, to the border. Uh, go to New Hampshire. Go over the border. Are they having any problems? They're back to well, normal. What about they are, they are having a little bit of problem up there? Not much, but a, a little, little bit. bit but come on, look at how, the kids are going back to school. The college kids are back in. Is is there? Is, there should be a severe uptick. There's only a few. What is it? Eight people put us into the red in Boston. Yeah. From the yellow to the red. Is that correct? Yeah. Eight people. Yeah. yeah. Eight people. Out of yes. how many people in Boston? Hundred thousand. Somebody needs to reconfigure that number, VB. That sounds that that's absolutely absurd. I would I, say look, eight for a thousand. I have found they've it, shut down sports in Worcester as a result of that kind of thing. My the next town over from where I live, Middleton, is having this problem. It's the jail that has caused them to move up. That's a confined area. And yet the town is now having to eat restrictions as a result of something that's going on in Middleton Jail. Like, I, does that make sense to anybody? Paul, I appreciate the call. Thank you. 617-266-6868. Will you attend any house parties or large gatherings in someone's house or in your house? Because the CDC director says, don't do it. We'll take more calls when we come back right here on RKO. Any way you want it, it's the way you need it. Talking about coronavirus briefly here, and I've tried to limit this. I hope you're appreciative of that um, because we have to. CDC Director Robert Redfield on a conference call with the uh, governors of the United States yesterday said he's worried about Thanksgiving. Particularly with Thanksgiving coming up, he said, we think it's important to stress the vigilance of these continued mitigation steps in the household setting. So we've gotten to this point now where they're now trying to tell us how to behave in our own homes, what we can do and what we shouldn't do. While he's saying that, the Boston City Council is having a hearing trying to figure out how to better regulate house parties because there have been some gatherings in Southie in particular that have apparently gotten out of control and are just too big for governments, uh, for the city government's liking. And so they're trying to figure out how to better regulate that. Trust me when I tell you that means how they're going to fine you and whether that's enforceable or not. But it all got me to thinking, are you going to attend and or have a house party in the next three months Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, because these are all house party gathering type events. Are you going to do that or are you worried about coronavirus and are you listening to the CDC director? Charlie's in Haverhill. Charlie, you're next here on RKO. Hey, VB, how you doing, man? Hey, Charlie. Listen, this whole thing, I'm going to micro 
analyze the way they microanalyze the stats for the deaths. Well, I should say they fabricated or added to it because what they do, as you know, they include if you had a heart attack or you had this and that cancer and you had the COVID di- um, bacteria yep. in your virus, I should say, they count it as a COVID death because the hospital gets tens of thousands of dollars more. If you get on the respirator, they get more. And it's a financial interest for these hospitals to stay afloat, to call it a COVID death. And so these, this whole thing is based on false data right from the get-go. Dr. Burke said that right from the beginning. So since then, after two weeks, once I've been out in the public, I was relaxed. I was fine. We have public, um, excuse me, gatherings at the house, maybe eight people at a time. That's what we typically average every, almost every weekend. My family, you know, the kids come over, the grandkids. And it's, I'm not going to let these guys, you know, control my life. And we need to stand up against them. It's just, it's just out of control. Charlie, I appreciate the call. Yeah, no, look, I, first of all, I don't know if you saw the story today, but Massachusetts has a uh, higher coronavirus problem right now than any of its neighboring states. We've had more deaths in the last couple of weeks than New York and New Jersey combined, and they're saying, oh, why is that going on? And one of the things they say specifically in the Globe story on this is that, well, each state calculates COVID deaths differently. <laughs> I mean, it's either a COVID death or it isn't, right? But apparently not. So everyone does it differently. And the argument would be that somehow Massachusetts is calculating it much more stringently than other states. So I, I don't, I'm a little lost on the conspiracy theory. Either Massachusetts has figured out a scam faster than other states, or the scam doesn't work in other states, or... People are just addicted to numbers, and they. I don't. I don't know what it is, but but it's literally in the story that all states calculate COVID deaths differently, and I don't know how that can be. You either died from coronavirus or you didn't, but but we know there's some stuff going on. So Charlie's right about that. As for his gatherings, lightning, I think those are allowed. Sounded to me like every weekend he was having his family over. Well, you can have your family over. The question is, you know, for Halloween. Do you have uh, 20 people, do you have 10 couples over? Do you have a costume party? You know, people that you don't normally see. But, yeah, tell Jane and Bill. They're, they're good people. Tell them to come on over. Are you doing that thing? Pete's out in Lemonster. Pete, you're next on RKO. Yeah, hey, VB. Hey, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Love listening to you. Uh, like most of your callers, I'm probably a little further right than you are, but your your name of your program's perfect in the middle. Um, real quick story. Back in mid-July when it was really ramped up, uh, I wake up for work really early, 4.30 in the morning. I'm leaving the house, and I got bodies all over my house. I got three or four kids on couches. I got another five or six out on the deck sleeping on lawn chairs. I got four kids at home, so I got uh, they had uh, the graduation. It wasn't even my kid's graduation. It was my son's girlfriend's graduation as a senior in high school, and the parents wouldn't let them go anywhere. So I get a text at 11 p.m. that night from my son like that, you know, we're all together hanging out for the graduation and stuff. Not really a party. No one's drinking. But, you know, we, we don't have anywhere to go. None of the parents will let us go. And I'm like, yeah, come on, bring them all over. Now, that was back in July. So when I wake up the next morning, you know, there must have been 12 kids at the house, most of which I knew because we're involved with our kids' lives, you know. So you just – nothing came of it, no problems with it. Uh, I got two daughters who work at one of the biggest uh, fitness centers out in my area. You know, they, they were at kids' camp all summer long for two and a half months with – 
I don't know, 100 kids sneezing all over them, and they did the best they could with, with uh, what they were supposed to do safety-wise, you know, through their camp, and no problems there. Nothing happened from it. And I'm not saying it's not real. Obviously, it's real and it exists. But what they're doing to our freedoms, you know, to, to protect, there's some people that need to be protected from this, and they need to do what they have to do to protect themselves, the really, truly vulnerable. And instead of doing that, we, we ship this thing over to the nursing homes. And my great-grandma, my great, you know, my great-aunt died. You know, she had COVID. I mean, she was in a nursing home. You couldn't see her before she passed away. So it's just awful the way that, that everybody has handled this. You know, you and I are very similar on this, Pete, which is, uh, you know, my kids are going to school tomorrow. My school system is actually allowing in-person starting tomorrow. So my kids are going. Yep. We don't yet know whether they can take the bus or not because we haven't gotten the word on that. If they do, then they'll be on the bus. My daughter is in a soccer uh league that gets together she's got soccer tonight i'll be taking her there's a bunch of kids there and we do the thing while we're there we have masks on we social distance we as parents we can't even go to the field where they're practicing but where we gather blah 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 you do the best you can my mom for example pete i haven't seen my mother in person all year because it's risk reward and as much as i would like to mom's mom's a little bit older and so we got to be careful about it and i don't want to travel from another state that has a higher rate and and go and say ah it'll be fine mom don't worry i'm good because you don't want to be the guy on the other end so we do the facetime thing etc etc but the idea that like people are willingly letting the government get in through their front door now and saying this is what you will do in your own house and we're we're actually having a meeting in the Boston City Council about the ways to regulate behavior in your own house it is crazy it is yeah my 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 youngest is an eighth grader and she's been in school all year in person uh it's a private school where i'm at and so she's been in in school in person all year my wife teaches at the same school no issues in that school for the last uh, i think they're on week eight or so something like that no issues I, i i mean again if if they're telling you look just be smart and pay attention fine if they're telling you you look we tried to let you do this but you've gotten out of control and now we're gonna have to step in that's not your role boston city council smart enough all right that's it for today howie car show is coming up next be smart be safe enjoy the day looks like a nice one i'm heading out to my daughter's soccer as we speak lightning tomorrow at noon you me and everybody else hopefully we're gonna meet right back here in the middle Right now, you can get Black Friday deals all month at Herson's Kia. If you're looking for a new car, check out the great deals at Herson's Kia. They have 0% financing available and leases starting at only $99. Check them out at Herson'sKia.com.